Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Andy Cut of the Broken Campfire Podcast. I'm your host, Andy. I'm also your director. I'm your writer. How long is this going to uh, be, dude? Uh, part one. Don't count on it, Flask. Oh, uh, no. His vision. <laughs> His vision. <laughs> uh, I'm joined with Flask, Greg, John, and Vito, our regulars. Hey. And Hello, everybody. What did we do? So we watched the Steiner cut, uh, all four Zack hours Snyder's of it. And Justice League. <clears throat> yes, it was Zack Snyder's Justice League in one sitting. We took a break after part four, as we saw was the intended vision in IMAX. Um, <laughs> then a few days later, we watched uh, the Joss Whedon, the original cut, the theatrical cut of Justice League. And uh, watch that out of our mouths. Uh, we just watched. Uh, we also watched Justice League: The Flashpoint Paradox, the animated movie from t- 2013. So, w- yeah, let's get into the Snyder Cut. And we're kind of first off some qualifiers. We're kind of assuming that you know about Justice League, the movie. And if you don't, this probably isn't the podcast for you because we're not going to go over the movie beat by beat. And a second qualifier, most of us don't really care about the DC universe. <laughs> we're not, we're not, as you might call, fans of these movies. I wish I could um, care. Uh, I, I like, like uh, the animated movies. Well, I'm saying uh, the DC film universe. Oh, I don't give a shit about that. Yeah, the DCEU. Yeah, yeah. DCEU, as it's called. Um, the DPU. Is, is it just you? DCU? I don't know. No, it's DCEU. DC Extended Universe, I believe. The DC it should European be DCCU. Well, uh, right? DCPU, am I right? <laughs> I, think yeah. the, I, think, I think the E is important to them because they want their whole motto with this to separate it from Avengers, I guess, is they want... They, the idea is that they're really going to lean into all the alternate universe timelines and that kind of thing, which means that filmmakers can just do their own thing and it still mm. kind of ties together loosely. I like that. Film, in the sense that it doesn't tie together at all, and they just say it does. <laughs> yeah. And, I think and that's, that's kind of cool. I mean, it's a cool idea. But I, I, think, I think Flask is talking more about, like, execution than, like... Oh, yeah, no. Execution is... They should be executed. That's uh, not quite like, it, but... Yeah. It's like 1984 could be a different world than Wonder Woman. <laughs> it certainly it could doesn't be. match up continuity-wise with the other movies. <laughs> but, but they don't really go to any length to establish that. Yeah, no. I saw something on Twitter today. I don't think I could pull it up super fast, but it was like a breakdown. I don't know if it was like a fan's breakdown of the DC multiverse. And it was like uh, Earth Prime, uh, Earth One. Then there's the, mm-hmm. the, I don't know what these terms mean. I'm just telling you what I remember. And then uh, DC, DC Black, which was like the Batman movie coming out and Joker. With uh, Joaquin Phoenix, and then there's the Snyderverse, which is all the Snyder movies. That's so silly. Did they establish the timeline in which uh, Bam Margera dies and Tony Hawk has to go on alone? Is it? I don't know what that reference exploded my brain. Flask. Uh, yeah. What? Do you know? Fucking. It's the, it's the dark timeline. Tony Hawk just did his last <laughs> fucking trick. Flask recently. Show him. No, he did his last. Oh yeah, and it I was saw that. that specific trick. He's about to be entombed in a skate park, 
So yeah, that's true. You need to. You need to <laughs> I saw the same respect. thing, and, 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 and he's about to be thing. entombed, floating in the center of the full pipe, the mythical full and, and pipe. I, and, and Greg, I am so glad you brought that up because that's a great segue into talking about the mother boxes. Yeah. Oh, you mean uh, the Minecraft uh, blocks the, that stuck together? Yeah, pop great. the Ollie off the off the glitching box. into each other. All right, so coming out of the Snyder Cut, I guess what I felt like was that I did not. It was surprisingly watchable, and that it was four hours of movie that I didn't find boring. And I actually did like some of the big fight scenes. Um, mm-hmm. You know, maybe they didn't make as much sense for the characters, but as like a, a spectacle. Yeah, I think Snyder is in full force with his uh, um, the way he action paces scenes. and frames fights. Yeah, he is good uh, at I action. Think, I Except think you pointed this out Flask, but I think you even point out Flask or maybe John. But I think uh, the the slow mo is more tasteful here because it's spread out. Yeah, tasteful. Such a long yes. of time. I was saying, like yeah. in the in the original <clears throat> cut, so much more of the movie percentage wise is slow motion action because. The movie is so much shorter. In this long version, the slow mo slow mo is spread out over more time, so it feels like right. less. I believe I read. I'm trying, I'm trying to find the article we're doing this. I believe I read that 10% of the total movie was in slow mo. <laughs> wow! That, and and of this you consider of the Snyder cut, yeah. Okay, yeah, it's wow. probably more in the what? original. I would. I say. mean, what is it? Two two hundred forty minutes. So twenty four minutes were in slow mo. Really. Uh, so, yeah, real quick, just after studying the Snyder Cuts, this is from IGN, IGN concluded that there were 24 minutes and 7 seconds of slow motion action. <laughs> I want to see a cut of all the slow-mo. Just the yeah, slow-mo that's, cut. That's that's wild. I mean, Super I guess I can good. believe it. He, he does use that a lot. Um, wow. I mean, I can't confirm that it's an IGN article. You know? Sure. He overuses so, it, in my opinion. But There's also a lot of right. flash scenes. They're all they're like all in slow Well, that they're is long. true, yeah. Pretty much anything with the flash does count as slow motion. It's the world. Well, yeah, it makes sense. But, you know, you know <laughs> I wouldn't have thought about that in the counting it of like the... Yeah. yeah. Opposed to the other yeah. weird... Well, not weird, but He gets away motion. with... Yeah. gets away yeah, with yeah, it because one of the characters sees totally in slow-mo. Yeah. That's why I like the flash so much. My first thought was like, geez, how long was Wonder Woman's jump? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I, I guess, and I came, I came from a, from an angle where I hadn't seen the theatrical cut, and I, Vito, you were in the same boat. And, same. Uh, well, actually, pretty much, pretty much everyone here, because I, I think some of you guys tried to start it, right? Or, yeah. Oh, well, we, we seen like we saw uh, probably like sixty percent. We saw a lot of it. We didn't we see saw, like the end. I fight. can tell you exactly where we stopped. We stopped uh, right when uh, they were about to start the fight with uh, Superman. And then wow. we were like, this sucks. And wow, we uh, <laughs> turned it off. You stopped at the scene that everyone liked the best of the original <laughs> cut. <laughs> I hated that fight. Was, I, I hate, well, actually, you know, I, I guess I'll bring that up because I'm going to talk about stuff. I hate that scene in the the Wheaton cut. I hate it in this cut. It's just so stupid. The Superman wait, scene? He, when he wakes up? Yeah, where he's, where he's beating up the Justice League because he wakes up confused. So mm-hmm. his his first thought is to murder everybody until he just sees Lois and he's like, yeah, all right. It's comic book. You don't come back. You don't come back, okay, when you die. 
and it what doesn't make sense so because he wasn't even confused right because he he grabbed on the Whedon cut he grabs Batman and says do you bleed so it's first <laughs> of all it's stupid because he's a human so you know he bleeds but yeah. second of all that's a clearly him throwing back to their conversation earlier and he well, also he's says himself, he's well, he says I remember you that's what I'm saying he's like you won't let me live you won't let me die so like he's just being like a fucking prick for no reason it, I feel like both of the movies just make Superman look like a like a fucking psychopath. His brain had to get rejuiced, John. You don't know he what took, happens. Yeah, he, his morals had to get he rejuiced. He needs 20 years under the stairs to uh, yeah. strain yeah. them out. I, Snyder, I, I'm Snyder, Snyder pulls the same move. Movies, but I do Snyder think it looks better in the Snyder cut. He, he pulls the same move that he did apparently did in a movie I didn't see, Batman vs. Superman, where the way to get to Superman was through his mother, Martha. And here, the way to get to Superman is through Lois. You know what I mean? And when we talk about Snyder's visions of the sequels later on I, he he keeps pulling that thread it's like the only move he knows how to do with Superman so like Superman yeah. is not a, he's not a good character at all I don't think in, he, uh, it, and, and in, th- in this movie sorry yeah, I'm, I'm not it, no. I'm not I am not talking about character in general I, I totally believe that he can be done very well the the mother thing in BVS is like actually not terrible I would say uh, but, yeah, I don't, uh, and, I don't and I don't think that's bad. No, no, I'm just saying like the, I'm just saying the fact that that's like the same trick he's using over and over, you know what I mean? Snyder makes in Snyder's movies, Superman's tie to humanity, his tether is Lois, and it's too much. In the comics, Superman is a a human. He's a he was raised yeah, as raised Clark Kent and he's yeah. just a guy who adopts the Superman persona, but at at heart he's an Earth Human, you know, Earth Kryptonian. Right. It, 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 right. He was. He was in he these lived movies here for twenty years before he, Lois. You know is, what I mean? Seems to be the only thing keeping him tethered to it, humanity, seriously. which is ridiculous and scary. Oh, and Martha. Yeah. yeah. Once she you know, dies not, of old age, like I said, yeah. Once she dies of old age, I really feel like he would just be Lois. It's time to go, dude, it, and just like scoop her up and leave, and then right before he leaves, just turn around, and, like shoot a beam at the earth. <laughs> and when you really break it down like that, it just feels it's it's just super lazy. You know, it's like. It's like looking at like, oh man, he's a powerful alien man, but what what grounds him? It's love mm-hmm. and love, and, and it's this specific love, love. And, and and it's this specific love. It's the it's the love of the woman that softens your heart. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a it's a trope you've seen a thousand times before, and particularly when, as a guy who hasn't read any of these comics, I know for a fact that there are probably so many good sources of information about ways in which Superman is uh, problematic or maybe is troubled and he's brought back to humanity in like much more grounded ways. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, at the root of it, it's just Snyder's vision of Superman is not Superman from the comics. Right. Like the, the core of him is completely different and a lot scarier in Snyder's version. Cause he views the world depressingly, apparently. <laughs> right. Um, you guys want to talk about all right? So the the movie started very differently in the in the Whedon cut. Cause we just watched it. It starts with uh, Batman fighting one of those um, flying monsters, and then when he kills it, <laughs> the boxes like a, a tattoo <laughs> of the boxes explode on the wall, and that's how he yeah, figures I, out that the mother juice. boxes are in play which is totally fucking crazy that's insane why would all of your minions explode with the symbol of the thing you're looking for like and and it doesn't make any sense because like so in any way so he starts the movie 
with the with showing us that Batman already knows that there's an alien invasion. But then that's how Batman figures out the mother boxes. It's like it would have been so much less annoying if we just somehow started with Batman knew about the mother boxes. Somehow. You know what I mean? Like he's a detective. Maybe he, he found, found it off screen. Yeah, yeah exactly. I walked, in, uh, I walked into the Snyder Cut. Uh, I think I may have been like five minutes, ten minutes late. But it, it, for me, it started when they were at the Amazon island. And I thought that was a, a much better starting place. Like, you already got into action right away. You were seeing some shit pop off. You, you see that the Amazons, who are ancient people, they know about the box's power, which makes sense. Uh, and, yeah, you get introduced to the villain. Yeah, the Snyder yeah, Cut, it's Superman's dying scream that activates the, the mother boxes for some reason. And I think only the mother box one, right? on Themyscira, well, it, it like resonates with well, all of them, one but up, the only I one guess, it activates yeah. is the one on Themyscira. Yeah. And so the Amazons had to deal with that because then I think I, uh, Steppenwolf notices that that one is activated on Earth and he comes there and it's like, I, I think that's that. actually there's a certain amount of sense to that. Um, but it's not like Snyder goes into it and I don't know if this is what it, the explanation is, but I can rationalize that like at one point, you know, Darkseid talks specifically about how there's no Krypton on Earth and they know that for a fact. So maybe it's like the mother boxes are meant to trigger when Earth can be invaded again, and um, <laughs> the death of a Krypton is like a trigger or something like that. That would be a little out there, but uh, yeah, sure. I mean, like, so in the Whedon cut, they talk about how Steppenwolf, I think, even says like, "There's no Kryptonian anymore, and now we can invade." Like, they were that, waiting that, for that. That's in the Snyder cut too. <laughs> I mean, they had like. I mean, he does say you know, that the thousands of that. years. You know, because Superman's only like what, like forty. So, I mean, they had a long time to do it. What I'm saying is that in the Whedon cut, the only reason they're there now is because Superman died. Right, yeah. Because that's apparently what was holding them back until now, even though he's only been on Earth for his lifespan. Anyway, but in the Snyder cut, it's Superman's dying scream that activates the mother box that draws Steppenwolf there. So it's like directly cause and effect. It's not Superman's absence that draws them there because that's sillier. It's Superman's it death. Darkseid's not afraid of Superman. Yeah, no, he's not. He ain't. I think, I mean, maybe it's probably because it's just Snyder was the original writer, but the oh, internal yeah. logic in the Snyderverse makes a lot more sense than the weeding cut. And they're both terrible, so. honestly, but at, at least... Well, I disagree with that. <laughs> that they're both terrible? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well... You get what I'm saying, though. I, I think the, yeah. the the logic is a lot more sound in, in the Snyderverse for sure. Yeah, I, I also I, I think we have to say because we did talk about this yesterday when we watched the Whedon cut. Uh, it's not really Whedon's fault, right? He just got handed a movie and they were like, "Make this funnier and cut it down like by two hours." So like when we we're shitting yeah. on the Whedon cut, not yeah, really no, I, shitting. I on Whedon. Not that you. I like him or have I didn't really care about him at all, but you know, we're just saying that is the the other cut. The suits right. had an agenda, I'm sure. Yeah. Right, he, yeah. I'm sure Whedon met, or checked all the boxes that he was handed to check. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah honestly, yeah. when I look at both these movies, I kind of see them as these are, this is what modern Hollywood creates, this is what, this is what corporate Hollywood creates. I mean, for, I for Snyder, for, for the, the Snyder, Snyder cut, cut. I don't exactly. Know, I, I feel like the Snyder cut felt like a Snyder movie. Yeah, like like, like, I, like I said. Like, uh, like, like, like all those ideas about, you know, super, all those ideas about the way people act and all that, that just felt genuinely Snyder. I think he was guided in the sense that of stuff like he wanted to have the lantern in, but 
they wouldn't let him, so he had to throw somebody else in. Like little things like that. But I don't think I I really don't think he was given like free reign. If anything, I would expect Marvel has a tighter control over its people than DC you, does. But you're saying you of, do think he was given mostly free reign. So, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, I think okay. he was given mostly free reign. If anything, I think Marvel apparently has a much tighter hold on the way things go yeah, than yeah. DC. Yeah, now let me just say, I, I do believe that majority of the Marvel movies I still enjoy better than this. However, yeah. any Marvel movie, yeah, obviously they have varying levels of good and bad. Any one of those movies, I could watch it, and I, I couldn't tell you, like, what director did that movie, you know what I mean? And I couldn't be like, oh, that was a Russo movie. Oh, that was There's a, a house style yeah, yeah, but like with the Snyder cut, I like you. Even if you didn't tell me, I'm like, what the fuck? This movie looks like a Zack Snyder movie. Like it's saturated, you know, the slow mo, like the, the themes of the characters. Like it felt like it was his vision with a superhero movie, not just like a superhero movie that had a big name director. You know, right? That's how I felt. I agree with that. Like I, I God, you know, like saturation. I, yeah, well, well, yeah, <laughs> you know, like you look at it, and it's like fuck, dude. I mean, there's to 24 fair, minutes of slow-mo, and, and, well, I'll let you go, Flash, because I think you might be bringing up what I was about Oh, to no, 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 I was just going to say, I don't like the desaturation in superhero oh, comic okay. book movies, but to be fair, the Whedon cut, let's call it, of Justice League is overly saturated, because oh, they just yeah. they just turned uh, it back toward, up yeah, <laughs> when it wasn't filmed to be end. that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, well, I was going to bring up uh, about the artistic vision. And I'm not. I, I shouldn't generalize that to a credit to the DCU because this thing exists specifically because fans wanted to exist. When executives at one point said there was no way it would ever happen, and so it just makes sense. Snyder was given absolute free reign in seventy million dollars mm-hmm. to do to do whatever the hell he wanted with this thing, and then release it on HBO. I, I really think that was the case, other than some contractual things like, "Hey, we might have a movie with the Lantern plan. We can't really have him here." You know, I will I will say that. Sto- maybe story-wise, maybe he is, his hands were held, like, you can't use this character, you can't use that. But I mean, like, filmography-wise, is that even a yeah, word, filmography? Yeah, That, that is definitely, I feel like, 100%, like, his style. They let him do whatever the fuck he wanted. Story-wise, you're right. It was whatever. It, was, it wasn't a good story. It wasn't, like, cool about it. But, like, whatever. It was a superhero movie. I'm, I'm there to see superheroes I'm run around I'm here to see fight. superheroes be badass. Yeah. And like, that being said, I think in some... Sp- to credit the story a little bit, I think in some small ways Snyder took some steps to making it less offensive to comic book fans, and I'm trying to to say that as a, as a not a huge comic book fan, but stuff like you don't really see our heroes openly murking people. You know what I mean? Uh, ex- except Wonder Woman. Is the except bad for guy Wonder Woman, movie, but. yeah, she but, yeah, but she does. I mean, she. I don't think she has any qualms about killing people in the comics. She's an Amazonian. No, I don't, I don't think, think so. A fuck. No. So like we, we don't see we don't we don't so see Batman going nuts. Uh, we we don't see Batman going nuts. We see Superman. I mean, even though it doesn't make sense in that one fight scene, Superman. Uh, he's killing like avoids. people too. He shot that car, that cop car with like a laser beam. Come on, Superman. It's one That's thing true. he takes out on the Justice League, but normal people. <laughs> but wait, nah. uh, in the weed, I think in the. I forget which cut it is, but you clearly see the cops leave the vehicle. Dude, in the weeding cut, you... Oh, well, no, 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 that's just no, not... No, no, in the weeding cut, you see a laser beam go straight through a cop car, and you don't see anybody right, run right. away. Right, right. In the Snyder cut, he, he does deliberately, like... He makes an effort to to show our heroes not 
just uh, yeah, you saw, like, being crazy to the normal. Well, so I never, saw the, uh, I never saw Man of Steel, but wasn't that a big criticism that the side effects of Superman's yeah, battles weren't a job? Um, yeah, he, he just man doesn't man take the fight out of the city, so they end up doing tr- tremendous damage to the city There's of Metropolis. A, and and, and in Batman vs. Superman... And Batman, like the, Superman, the Batman openly just kills a shitload of people. Oh. Yeah. And then ironically, he the thing he feels guilty the, the most about is Superman dying. Like, he's, like in a, the Snyder Cut, he does not pay any thought at all to the people that died. He's always just, <laughs> huh. he's brooding about Superman, you know? Well, that is kind of, I guess, the driving plot in Batman versus Superman is that, like, Superman, you know, whether his intentions are good or not, in the Man of Steel, you know, he caused, like, mass casualties fighting Zod. So then Batman was like, oh, you can't, you know, you can't be go. Superman, you're unchecked, yeah. It makes sense, I guess, there, but yeah, as Superman's character, it was, it was stupid, and it was stupid right. in this. Can I say something as the resident comic book guy here, real quick? Yeah. No, we don't really want oh, any no. oh. informed opinions. Uh, Greg, oh, yeah, go ahead, Greg, what's up? Uh, I'm kidding, Flash, I still... Ahead. I still fundamentally disagree with the nature of Snyder's entire DC run, and I, I still think that he has some sort of uh, like disdain for superhero comic books that makes him a bad choice to have ever been given the reins of these movies. Are that you saying that's just said, based on the movies, or is it something that he said? Like Based on the movies, yeah. His, his movies are just like, what if, what if the movies were based on like, Frank Miller's vision of what superheroes are, or even like more uh, depressingly cynical than that. Uh, it's it's he just he doesn't capture the spirit of superhero comic books at all, in my opinion. But that being said, I think this is the closest he's gotten because of what Andy is saying here. With like, I, it's almost like he's he is appeasing comic book people a little bit in this one in terms of like their their sort of uh attitude the the character's attitude and the sort of general vibe of like we're actually trying to be heroes this time yeah. <laughs> instead of depressing uh murderers and and uh sociopaths was, yeah with where, one, where, where uh, i think oh god i was just thinking of one exception where i guess in the weeding cut that's where super superman uh, lifts that building. Actually, he's yeah. talking to yeah. you no, know, but he's talking to Batman, and Batman, and he's like, "How can I help?" And Batman starts to talk, and he cuts him off. He says, "Wait, <laughs> look, there's people yeah. in danger," and he just fucking <laughs> right. shoots off. But I guess Snyder. But that was just, a, I don't know, kind of a weird. You know, scene. that's my favorite shot right before that, right when Superman comes back, and they cut over to Batman, and he looks. He literally looks like a kid who just came down on Christmas morning. And yes! Like, oh. yes! My buddy! My buddy who Sup- might who help kill. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then they do that stupid line where he's like, I know you didn't bring me back because you like me. And he's like, well, <laughs> I, 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 I don't, don't not. Like, not. You know? As he uh, God, kicks his quips. foot in a circle. Yeah, yeah. Looks down at the floor. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I do. Hey, 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 hey Diana, do you, do you think Clark's mad at me still? You'll never have a friendship like Batman and Superman, so get over it. Do, do you have a It Takes Two partner yet, Superman? <laughs> I know you and Lois were looking at it, but, you know, maybe. You're yeah, only one person needs a copy of the game. You know, actually, you know, not, not to and say I'm you very rich, Lois, but, but I hear the 3D cameras is kind of hard sometimes, you know, it's like... I love that Batman bought Superman's so. house. 
<laughs> yeah, he bought, no, he bought the bank that owns Superman. No, he house. bought the bank. That's the thing. Like he could have yeah. just what? bought the house. He just he bought the bank. Yeah, that was a little joke they added at He's the end. He was rich. like, "You bought the place, like, huh? I bought the bank." His superpower is money. You still owe me two million dollars, Clark. You'll be paying that for the rest of your life. That's what I was saying. Journalist, reporter. Off screen, they're talking about mortgage terms. I don't want to lose this thought because I think it's probably my strongest criticism of the Snyder cut. I think where Snyder indulges himself the most is that he does not at all pretend like this is a grounded world where real people are doing things. Like he doesn't even <laughs> attempt no. he doesn't even attempt to give you a semblance that there is something there's there is a normal or real world that exists beyond our six heroes. I feel right. like the closest kinda, thing would be like JJ Simmons as a, Yeah, it, it's kinda like a What the, that was just like a lowest. throwaway scene. That was, that was Yeah, I mean that was like a throwaway cameo. Like you could have yeah. JJ Simmons in and out in like half a day. That's my point though, but these are the regular human normal characters in the DC universe yeah. and there's yeah. They're just, uh, you know, throwaways. You yeah, know? it's like they're in a video game, like where the superheroes are <laughs> exactly. not, nothing else loads in. It's all just right. gone, and, and, and then and while they walk around, things ever, come to life. And, and because of that, because you're always dealing with these heroes, everything has to be so weighty and, and heavy and complex and, like, brooding, you know what I mean? There, yeah. There's an ever-present sense of, like, cynicism and dread and, like, power and weight Impending uh, throughout doom. the whole movie. It, it, you exactly. see, that's why that's they added what? the Russians in to the the Whedon oh, cut. Right. Yeah, and they I don't even. Uh, my yeah. boy Flash, they how they do this to my boy. I find that all really boring, and I'm like I'm not a comic book nerd. You guys know I don't. I get my info from the movies, and I don't know. I find that Justice League are just boring, like because they are all. I mean, at least the way this movie depicts them, they're gods and. I don't know. That's just not interesting. I feel like when I want to see a superhero movie, I want to see uh, the human side of them. I want to see that they're, you know, they're living normal. Yeah, but, human but lives. contrast that. Contrast that to what you saw in the Flashpoint paradox, though. Like it, the Justice League can be really interesting, cool characters. Yeah, that movie was phenomenal. I mean, sure, yeah, we should talk about that after. Yeah, we well, did watch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we'll, get, we'll get more into that in a bit. I just, there has uh, never been a really accurate Justice League movie, in my opinion. Yeah, like, I, I there's been some that, decent animated ones, but that's the best. What about the been. animated series? You dig that? I love uh, the animated yeah, series. Yeah, okay, yeah. So the animated series is like the closest, yeah. Yeah, if, yeah, if you have, you know, I mean, well, I don't expect you to ever watch these because they're cartoons, but if you ever wanted some, just some, be- like, some really good, like, DC animated properties, just like the, what, in the, the mid night and mid to late 90s, the Batman mm-hmm. animated series, the Superman animated series, and the fucking the Justice League. Dude, they're Justice just, League. Yeah, I remember watching them. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all, yeah, they're, they're on cartoon. They're Those all, are all, and all, they still hold up. Those are all just like top tier. The DCAU. Like, cool comic book stories. So, yeah. what's, uh, um, unless anybody else has any big thoughts on Snyder Cut, let's, let's get a little bit more into like contrasting that to what we saw with the Whedon Cut. Um, I just my I've said this uh, my thoughts on the movie were what you said that we watched a four hour movie and I was just interested enough to keep watching it and by that that that's not impressive to me I mean I well four hours I don't know dude 
It's a long time to I keep think, someone's attention. Yeah, but I think I it's mean, impressive. We were also, it was a group watch. I was watching with you guys. We were having yeah, fun. True. I would never sit through that by myself four hours. Yeah, I know. We have started watching movies that were much shorter and stopped because they were that bad before. You know, I mean, and we weren't watching this because of how bad it was. You know what I mean? I think some of us maybe expected that. And we were ribbing on the movie healthily throughout, but that wasn't like the impetus to watch it. You know, right. it was the interest was in just... what this thing was. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I was trying to see what this was all about. That you know, it's it's very popular in uh, culture right now. We weren't like riff tracksing it. You know what I mean? That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but I also not completely, but like the, the movie. I don't want to say it wasn't for Vito, but it was like. I don't know. It was a real comic book movie. Like, okay, we didn't talk about this yet. We, 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 we're, all, we're all about spoilers, right? We don't care. This is a yeah, super no, spoiler. No, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Like, I, I brought it up before. The Martian Manhunter scene. If you didn't know who Martian Manhunter was, or you weren't a comic book fan, you were just trying to watch a Justice League movie, that that scene would, like, piss me off. I'd be like, <laughs> who is... Is Martha an alien? Like, why did they show <laughs> I this? I did not like the reveal that he... No, that I mean, I didn't him. even like it, even though right. I knew it was him. I could see how... I mean, like, you know, if you weren't, like, into the comics, or not even into it, but, you know, if you didn't know that stuff, I could see how this movie just would not throw weight. But it, just it, it also doesn't help that you didn't see any of the other DC movies. No. I mean, it's kind of like, like, yeah, like going into, like, Batman a less movies. good Avengers... And not seeing any of the like the starter movies, you know, like you know, the characters aren't going to meet as much. Counterpoint to what you said, though, it sounds like people like Flask and you know other opinions on the internet, actual comic book fans, didn't find that the movie respected comic books, especially that scene you're talking about where Martian Manhunter just appears for no reason. It sounds like even if you read the comics and know who that is, it still doesn't make sense. Uh, to I don't think it that comes across totally, as a no. tacked on like, yeah, oh, it comes uh, tacked on, but not something to... like insane that he wouldn't do. Cause I mean, in the comic books, he does take the form of a person and live along people. Like it's not like right. he's always Martian Manhunter. It was just weird that they threw it in the movie and then didn't bring it up at all. You know what yes. I mean? It's just that they wanted like, they're all here. It's not that he, like he wouldn't do that. I guess it, it was just weird. Uh, but I mean, people like the movie overall, I guess. I mean, it's got good reviews. I, I mean, I do kind of get what Vito's saying, though. Like, I, I'm i kind of coming down in the middle where it's like, it would be embarrassing if this cut somehow was worse than the first. Well, yeah. <laughs> and I don't even... <laughs> the way I see it is like, even if the second bite of the apple is a lot tastier than the first, you're still nibbling on sort of a rotten apple that really yes. should have just been like not... It should have been thrown away in the first place, you know? Because yeah. his whole... Yeah conception and the root of all of this is is shaky i just didn't find it it look comic book movie or not it just didn't move me as a viewer nothing had any impact on me i didn't find any of the characters interesting the plot points there were some flashy scenes but you know it's like is that what you want out of a comic book movie though like i've to be (laughs) honest i've watched a lot of comic movies i would never ever ever go into a mainstream dc or marvel movie looking to get like a Something that's going to make me think, you know, like not think. I, I think, like, what, I think, what, I think like what he's more talking movie. about is like how I think what he's more talking about is how like Marvel humanized Iron Man so that you, yes. you kind of care about Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. You care about Spider Man. You know I mean? right. like I said, you've had so away. many movies with them. You got one oh. movie with them, and they had to cram all of that in there. Like that's no, not even fair to compare it. I mean, that's a fair statement there, but that's. I, but I think, like, I think what Vito is saying. 
I think what Vito is saying is more in lines. It's similar to what I was saying about how he doesn't even try to ground the world. Is that because right. well, of yeah, that? Yeah, I agree with that. There, because of that, there's nothing in the movie that's really that relatable. I guess I didn't expect to see that. I just knew this is like a popcorn, like, like it's like 300. It's like, look at the cool stuff. Like, I don't care yeah, about I, it. Like, I think that's fair. You know? Yeah. It is interesting maybe that you guys, they try I, to... No, sorry, I even I guess, but I think if you're if you're making a four hour cut of a movie, it's like I don't know who the fuck do you think you are? You're making a popcorn movie that's four hours long. Like it better be it better be a cut above, you know? Well, this uh, was never going to come out as like a legit yeah. uh, regular movie experience. This is a an aberration. <laughs> right. I, I I feel like maybe yeah. Well, I mean, they, they, you know, that's the thing too. We, maybe we just had different expectations uh, going into the movie, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I I felt like I knew. I, I was getting into. There it's was, funny. It's, dude. It was, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, Andy, it's funny that you bring up the Iron Man thing because, like, so that raised the point of, like, they tried to do some development for Cyborg as, like, the heart of the movie and a little bit with Flash and, as well. And it, and it doesn't so really flat. work as well. It really didn't work. <laughs> it does not work as well. This is the I, better I felt, version of it than yeah. the Whedon cut, and it's still not very good. Yeah. I felt, I felt some, I felt some for, like, Bruce Wayne out, outside the suit. Like, inside the suit, he was never relatable for some reason. But, like, you know, the Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne, I, I, I thought that was okay. Um, and I, we haven't mentioned this yet, but the really, the most relatable character in the movie was Steppenwolf. Want to go home? Yeah, yeah. Please, puppy eyes. Yeah, we didn't mention it. That was, I think, the, the if we I had to pick one biggest improvement from one movie to the other, it's making Steppenwolf a... Of a, a in the first movie, I couldn't. He literally, if he, they swapped him out with any of his minions, I wouldn't have noticed or cared. Uh, but in in the Snyder cut, yeah, old Stevie, dude, I was rooting for him. That yeah. Which uh, appearance that, of his did you like? Would you guys like better? Because I I, I like the Whedon cut version. I, I didn't at first. I, I didn't think the Whedon cut was that bad, but the I actually the, the CGI looked pretty I, bad for Whedon. Yeah, okay. It's so it showed too much. The, the way up close. Up close, yeah. the the Whedon cut I thought actually looked okay, uh, but from like a distance, like in most of his scenes, it really just looked like a normal dude in makeup. Yeah, like, it, like it, I had a problem it, with it really, the model. Re- yeah, more of the execution. I guess he like just a still image, of, like a still image of it. I probably would would pass as okay, but yeah, like in motion, it did not work. He didn't. He didn't look as bad as the father in the truck at the end of the Weedon cut. That, but I'm telling you, they took bad. a picture of that guy's face and just <laughs> placed it on the back of that window. That was dude. So I weird. want to go into a whole thing about that. The, the final fight, the differences between the Snyder and the Weedon cut. You know, and and the oh, just real quick, the fact that there's no dark side in the Whedon cut at all. What, what were they thinking? Unbelievable. To keep oh, him yeah. mysterious. I, yeah, I that seems. That. No, all I don't even like get that. It's a like very necessary plot is. point. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. Steven, old Stevie, is just a fucking. Well, he is He's just, just talking about like, mother. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. he just he just, just like, shows up like like even at the end, like when they're trying to beat him up or when like they're about to beat him up. He like. Exactly. He starts yelling. It? He starts trying to yell some mo- character motivation at the very end. Like, no, Earth is my right. It's like, uh, okay, dude. Whatever. Yeah, like, what it was. The only <laughs> thing that made Steppenwolf interesting was that relationship with Darkseid. And then, yeah, you know, he's yeah. Saying, he, he, oh, I can't be, uh, what, what is he, exiled until he could capture 50,000 50, worlds. worlds. Yeah. You understand that his little face when he told him that, he's cry. <laughs> yeah, like even the, all the so little scenes where, like, you could tell he's just trying to be, you know, like, uh, 
what's the word accepted by uh, or praised by dark side yeah you're just trying to get back in his boss's good graces yeah i, I can't believe i didn't even know that when we watched the weeding cut that there's no dark side that blew my mind it blows yeah. it blows the mind um so, not just the final fight i guess kind of walking through the differences between Weed and Snyder, at least the big one. I mean, there's a lot that pops out. I mean, there's the Wonder Woman scene, which the Weed and Cut, like, butchers into this random... Wonder Woman just shows up and stops a bank robbery, I guess, for some reason. I guess to right, show she's powerful. Uh, hold on. In both both scenes, though, that mo- that, or both movies, it seems kind of dumb, right? Because those terrorists have no plot other than to explode themselves in that building. Yeah. Right? Am I missing something? They're mean. They, but they were going to kill I, themselves... Like for a message, right? But like, yeah, that's but stupid. I, I forget. Why did they, they just rob the bank? I, I yeah. was trying to remember. I forget. They were talking like about that, uh, their goal, and I feel like it had to do with like they would probably. I don't need remember to be them alive. talking about their goal at all. I think they said. I something think there. About I think it. there was something to that scene that Snyder was trying to hint at because I, what I'm remembering is the weird man, and he he basically just kills himself, and then. His his hat like floats to the ground and like a cop like looks at it weirdly. Yeah, it's like okay, so this is nodding to something. I uh, not not to say that scene was a good scene. I, I'm saying I agree. They they suck. Right. Well, I wasn't settled in by that point. So yeah, for me, I just looked like they were like, oh, we're gonna kill ourselves. Shut the fuck with y'all. And uh, and she said, I'm not saying it's a good scene. It's just it's it's funny how much worse it was in the Whedon cut. Yeah, it was yeah. much better in the Snyder cut. Especially because, like you said, it doesn't. I mean. I can't remember a tie that has the plot at large, so it's, why wouldn't Whedon just cut it at all? I guess he wanted. I guess Whedon likes some of the Wonder Woman action, maybe. Scenes of superheroics. I guess every yeah every hero needed their intro scene, and yeah, and Whedon yeah, cut yeah. it. It was super super tight and short, uh, and the pacing was fucking jarring. But um, I guess he kept it in. Then uh. I'm sure I'm skipping over a bunch. You know, Lois works at the Daily Planet. She doesn't really give a shit about Superman anymore. Um, uh, just a little bit. She has that talk with Martha and the. Yeah. But she's not, you know, not compared to the Snyder Cut where she doesn't go back to work and she, you know, doesn't leave the house. Which maybe is even better because in the Snyder Cut, that's just, you know, I'm not saying they, they didn't have love for each other, but that's just, okay, so the woman can't do anything because she's obsessing about the man she, she was. Whatever. How do you uh, what does, recover it does from the, Yeah, well, it does, and it hints at the, you know, the pregnancy test, too, you know, for, for future yeah. movies. Right. Um, and the Superman revival scene is also pretty different in the, in the two. Um, and the Snyder Cut, we Why, see um, Ichiro ta- take a big whack at Superman, and Superman just kind of bat- bats him away, and he menacingly keeps walking towards Batman. Um, there's a bit more there i think but Whedon kind of cuts a lot of that out and uh, abbreviates the scene um you know i'm not a huge fan of the scene in either movie why did they change um like in the Whedon cut uh superman suit is red like his normal colors but in the snyder cut it's black and white why did they do that so in the comic books no in the comic books during the death of superman event he is not actually killed, but put into a Kryptonian healing coma. Of course, it's like a retcon. A but once he wakes up, a Kryptonian yeah. healing coma. Yeah, coma. Kryptocoma. But when he wakes up, he has been placed in a Kryptonian like stasis chamber 
uh, by his little robot helper, I, I believe. But he's I'm in like baby. a black, a full black bodysuit that's like supposed to be his recovery suit. And he has to immediately bust out of the stasis chamber and go help his friends and everything. So he's still in the black suit during that event uh, while he's doing his Superman stuff. That after that event is over and the day is won, he changes back into his regular costume. But in this movie, they wanted to sort of homage the black suit that he's wearing, even though it's not a black suit. It's actually just a bodysuit that he's wearing while he's healing. So they have him don an actual black Superman suit, which doesn't make any sense because it's uh, it's just it's it's, just fan service. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) fan service in the wrong way though. Like it doesn't make any sense. You know, if you watch right. a black and white cut, you can't even tell if it was. Oh, that's, book, so. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and you know, I think I'm, I'm thinking. I remember a lot more of the differences. The probably my favorite hero in the Snyder cut was the Flash, and that's also the biggest difference between Whedon and the Flash. Or, He's a sorry, lot better Whedon in that the cut. Snyder. He's so much better in Whedon cut. He, you know, John, you're kind of saying that they're trying to give him the Spider-Man treatment that Marvel. Uh, this Marvel Spider-Man treatment, make him like a young guy who's like uh, mentored by Batman uh, instead of Tony Stark, and, and you know, give him a lot works. of quips. There was the one good scene. There, there, like, there was the one scene. Yeah, but it doesn't work you if you only have one movie. Yeah, so should have had more movies to establish. <laughs> Flash is talking to Batman, and Flash is like, "I've never actually done this before. I, I don't know how to be a hero. What should I do?" And Batman says, "Just focus on saving one life, oh, yeah. and then." And then you'll know. I, I, and we even commented. I actually liked that scene. It was a good scene. Yeah, and that didn't make it to Snyder. Yeah, that was a good hmm. one. Yeah, uh, it didn't I make it Snyder to... because it, it, it's too, it's too optimistic. Plus, also, uh, Snyder had established that Flash just casually saves people anyway. So he didn't. You know, Snyder has Flash much further along in his character development than we didn't imagine him. I guess. Yeah, you just reminded me that. Um... You know, so Batman's role in the Snyder Cut in the final battle is mostly just to shoot parademons. <laughs> He's just blasting yeah. parademons for like 20 minutes. But yeah. what he, what they should have had him be is the uh, the uh, team, the field... The tech leader, guy. The, yeah, the field tactician who is on comms with everybody, like in the comics. He's organizing the heroics. He's organizing the, the mission. And he's telling people right, like sure. where to go, what to what to uh, deal with at any given time, where to team up, you know that kind of stuff. That's his role, oftentimes in the comics, and it works really well because he's just a human, so it's limited what he can actually do physically. But he's yeah, great he's just at a tactics. rich guy. Yeah, yeah, but he's great at no, yeah, but he's great at tactics, and he is a good field commander. He's like Captain America for the Avengers. He can actually right. direct people where to go. And you that, that kind of. I completely agree, and that kind of segues into the final fight, which I think is probably the hugest uh, difference between the two. In uh, the Whedon cut, it just it just looks so bad. I mean, that's where the CGI really breaks down. I mean, the saturation mm, yeah. is uh, turned up a hundred, and the, uh, the fight takes place during the day. It's my favorite scene in the movie. The weird first person grappling scene, GIF form. Those weird electric. Bolts that were following Batman's or following the Flash, Batman's car. I can't remember which, but like it just, it, it literally was, was looking, it was looking video gamey, right? And like it did, dude. When when Steppenwolf was tearing apart Cyborg, like there were so many moments where I could tell that they switched entirely to CGI. Like the animations, the mo, the motion just did not look right. It was terrible. Everyone in that movie is so 
useless except for Superman. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and, and, it's embarrassing. And Snyder Cut, Snyder Cut gives the Flash a big payoff. Yes, uh, at he does. Least. He saves and, the day. They wouldn't have done it without him. A genuinely right. good scene, and, in my opinion. Yeah. Yes, I, I, I really enjoyed the, 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 the climax where the Flash traveled back in time to, you know, just a few seconds. Just Yeah, to, not just travel back in time, but, like, outran the speed of light, which had... Uh, it, like he sees the explosion and outruns the light that's transferring that explosion yeah. to his eyes, <laughs> and actually oh, yes. goes yeah. back yeah. in time to before the explosion. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, no, it's a it, great idea. It, it it actually is a grand, It actually is a relatively grounded time travel idea. It, it works. Yep. Uh, it's not just he runs so fast uh, that he then he goes through time. The hole opens up, and, <laughs> and right, wins. right. He's actually traveling faster than light. You can see yeah. it. Um, and you know, I, I did like that. There's a little bit of a, just a tiny bit of development there where he's like, oh, this is a rule. You're breaking a rule. So it's like, okay, where'd that rule come from? You know? So, mm-hmm. uh, we, we didn't have a flash origin movie. We also didn't need it, which is, you know, a huge thing I felt like when watching flashpoint paradox is you don't need to set up all these characters, like these characters that people have heard about, you yeah. can just kind of throw them in there and give them like a little arc and people will figure it out. Yeah, 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 develop 100%. them as a team in the Justice Yeah, development League. as a team. Don't, don't, de- yeah. Um, and I guess where I'm going with that, like, the biggest thing that stood out to the Snyder Cut that was just so much better was the final fight. The way that he did the CGI or the way that he masked the poor CGI and the way that he handled the Flash <laughs> was, was, was actually a, a really good climax for that movie. Um, I enjoyed that, shit those up. scenes. Yeah, you know, in the the Whedon cut, Superman comes back. He punches uh, old Stevie once, and then he's like, "All right, you guys got this. I'm gonna go." <laughs> and then he goes, and then he comes back. He's like, "Oh, you guys aren't fucking done yet, dude." He put the fear of God in Stevie with that. And hit. then yeah, then he punches him, and then yeah, Steve becomes afraid, and the bugs eat him. Because that's a good idea to have. The locust forgot that. Was that was what happened? Dumbest conceit. Good lord. Fear thing. Yeah. But what if he just got like startled one day, like a glass fell and it shattered, yeah. you know? It's like, ha, 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 no! Uh, so yeah, that was a silly ending. Uh, Superman just pounding him into the ground and lasering his armor off was much yeah. cooler. Absolutely. I and mean, they Super- cut off his fucking head. Well, that was in the Snyder cut, they cut off his head. Yeah. 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 Uh, just which, to say something. Uh, uh, that was that was that was. Sorry, just to talk about the like, head cutting off. It was kind of funny. It, the Superman or the Wonder Woman jump was exactly the same in both movies, but for totally different contexts. Yeah. <laughs> and the Whedon cut, she uses that same jump, and you could tell it's the same animation and everything, to uh, break Steppenwolf's axe, which causes him to get scared, and all of his minions jump on him because he's scared. <laughs> and uh, the Snyder cut, he she cuts off his head. Vita, what were you saying? Sorry, I, I cut you off. It was just a there. quick little note, like John was saying that. Or was it John or Flask was saying that uh, Superman just comes off as like a psychopath in these movies? Yeah, he's crazy. And he does. Absolutely. And I I remember in that scene when he's beating the shit out of uh, actually as soon as as soon as he comes back when he's fighting uh, Stevie and when he's beating the shit out of him, he's like smirking the whole time. And I don't know. I just like <laughs> oh, I just like, put, put think, me think yeah, about put it. Me Superman one punch. Superman could have ended him. He was holding back because he enjoyed it. He was having fun murdering. Like I don't know. It was like a weird. He was, and it he was, was going very, to get. T- 
He was going at five percent power just so he could get in more punches. Yeah, pretty sick. Yeah, he's pretty crazy. Well, Vito, you know, it all stems from Pac, hence, uh... <laughs> so you're saying I shouldn't have saved that bus full of children who were drowning, and Pac Hent goes, yeah, maybe not. Maybe you just shouldn't do anything good with your powers that you've been given to help anybody, because it would, it, it might reveal you as something other than just a normal mundane human. Also, stop Invincible Sun, let this tornado kill me. Yeah. Uh, even though you could easily save me because of the possibility that someone could see you move fast. I guess you could have saved me by the time I'm done saying the sentence. So he's been completely uh, uh, mind-fucked by his dad to the point where he sees his powers as like some kind of curse. And so when he gets to unload on somebody with punches, really just, he just goes like nuts. The whole time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We you fucking love killing. Cut, it was weird, right? Like, so Cyclops gets, or Cyclops, fucking, uh, Cyborg gets hit, with, universe, he gets hit with the John. axe. <laughs> he gets hit with the axe, Superman doesn't come in, then he gets his leg torn off, then Superman comes in with, like, a quip. It, it felt like Superman yeah, was just was waiting, like, waiting for, like, the right time to come <laughs> exactly, in. Exactly, yeah. Like, we know he's fucking fast. He didn't come in and, like, swoop Steven away. He, like, came in next to him and was like, huh, I like justice. <laughs> and it was, yeah, that, that one wasn't any better. It was also stop insane. beating up my we, friend. We would, we would be remiss in this discussion if we didn't get into the ending, the epilogue of the Snyder Cut, and what Snyder's oh. versions of his sequels were. All right, well, yeah, sorry. Just remember me. when Aquaman was waiting outside in Gotham Harbor for someone to yeah, open the door for him? To open a door for him, <laughs> take his shirt off. Take his... <laughs> okay, okay, they're gonna blow a hole in the side of this tunnel any minute now. And I actually, swear. that was Stevie that blew the hole too. Yeah. Thanks, Stevie. <laughs> uh, now I can join. Oh, he's gone. So after this fight scene, uh, and this Wien cut pretty much wraps up. You know, you get the bank scene we talked about, and you get the uh, or post credit scenes. Superman and Flash are racing off, and you get uh, Lex Luthor um, talking to Deathstroke. Those scenes are pretty similar, though. In um, the Snyder uh, cut, hold on, though. In the well, Wien Snyder cut, oh sorry, because. We should have a leak of our own. I think and then it goes <laughs> really close to his mouth and smirks. I, did he say that in this? I don't think he says that line. I think line so. I think the scene is the same. I, 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 no, uh, I don't think so. In the, the Snyder Wayne, cut. And yeah, they, they yes, tell yes, yes. Oh, okay, that's, yeah. that's the key difference. He tells him about Bruce Wayne. Gotcha. Like, um, it like zoomed in really close to his mouth and it's like, we should have a leak of our own. <laughs> yeah. The big addition Call up the Snyder Cheetah. Cut gave... The big addition to the Snyder Cut gave is probably... I think it's fair to say what well, we all agree the worst scene of the movie. And yeah. ironically, the only scene that was actually shot uh, for this cut, as in the only mm -hmm. scene that was shot post-filming completion all that for It was Sunday, actually cringeworthy. Where they get back Jared Leto as the Joker, and they get back, or not get back, but they have Jared Leto, the Joker, and Batman uh, talking in this nightmare sequence where um, Superman has gone evil. And they're Cameras running for Superman, so and it's like, and it's like the heroes have met up with the villains, and they're all trying to um, uh, save someone, and it's obviously what was lame. Um, and uh, you know, Superman and Joker, I, I barely remember what they—I don't even really remember what they talked about. Batman just, and Joker. Sorry, Batman and Joker. I don't even remember what Joker is talking about. Joker's talking about, Joker's talking about uh, for some reason, uh, take this card and. As long as you keep Take it like we're friends, but it. if you yeah, if you tear it apart, yeah, if you're, when you're gonna kill me, uh, you gotta tear the card. Yeah, and right and before he grabs Bruce it, Batman like, says, he, "I killed Harley Quinn or something." And I enjoyed it. And he's like, 
I'm gonna kill you. And yeah, that was trust me, too, I'm gonna man. fucking do it. Joker was trying to get in Batman's head. You know, he was talking about how you know he got Robin killed. That's what that's what he's talking about. He sent a boy to do a man's job. You know, you know the Joker. He's you know he's supposed to be fucking with him. And literally, that's all Batman said. He's like, yeah, I killed Harley Quinn like slowly. And then stupid Jared Leto, like his, his character, head like explodes. just freezes in time for like ten seconds. Like he's his mind's exploding. Like he he couldn't even understand that the Batman just hit him with the no you. <laughs> it, it, but it was just too much for it. the whole scene was bad it was, we were sitting was there so watching bad. Jared Leto go on and on we were like what the fuck is this and, and, and like you might be wondering were weird. Dude, the, shaky? the reach around the got me that was the just reach oh, Joker was talking about giving Batman a reach around that's why he hasn't killed him yet I was just like who the fuck wrote this dialogue this is terrible and the thing is here's the thing viewers at home you might be wondering what's the purpose of the scene is it hinting at something is it like an, a parallel to the character's journey throughout the film uh no so the scene existed literally just because snyder felt like it was weird that after three movies batman and joker didn't have a scene together and it was a dream too it was a dream uh, but it, it was, was a, dream. a dream of a future that oh, yeah, probably yeah, yeah. would have come to play so getting you know what i oh, i was gonna say real quick what really annoyed me of that scene was right before they had that fucking like five minute monologue and all that shit. Cyborg is like, hey, oh, yeah. <laughs> we need to get out of here. We can't be out here for long. We're going to get noticed. And they have this whole fucking thing. And Cyborg goes, oh, shit, we got noticed. And everyone's like, <laughs> oh, how could this happen? And I'm Who like, could have really? seen this? Yeah, yeah Superman like, looking for him. Yeah, they're just fucking around on the bridge. Yeah, they're probably having the, the same world. conversation that the Joker and Batman have had a thousand times. All the worms are bunched. All the worms All in the, the worms. world are bunched. They have no plan. A bunch of worms. The whole time the Batman and Joker are talking back and forth to each other, they do not cut back to the others one time to see all their uncomfortable faces just yeah, sort of like, like glancing around, rock, listening. Down, yeah. <laughs> It was bad. And then, yeah, and then after that, Martian Manhunter comes... No, no, no yeah. Right? Yeah, I Martian think, that, I think that stuff good. with Affleck was shot post-original cut of the movie. He did. Oh, it was, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, um, which was whatever. Which, I don't even know why they but, added but, that, since the, there's not going to be any more movies, right? <laughs> right. That is that is why. Like he, that Snyder, Snyder wanted to give a, a glimpse of, of his future, which uh, he gotcha. went about in this interview. Where he describes that basically the gist of it was that movie two would have been about um, the fight against Darkseid. And Superman would have given Batman the uh, job of protecting Lois Lane while Batman fought Darkseid. Basically, Batman, you know, I'm way too powerful. Or Darkseid's way too powerful for you. I can handle him. You can handle protecting Lois Lane. And Batman would have gotten distracted. Now, you might want to, you might ask what would have gotten Batman distracted. Well, it would have been uh, the lowest Batman love angle that uh, the studio did not let Snyder put into or foreshadow in uh, Batman versus Superman. I guess originally, like the whole idea was that uh, after Superman died, those two would have hooked up or something. If that's true, then that's once again just demonstrating the disdain that Snyder appears to have for all of this. <laughs> It's just like that is what that is his words. He he said that's what would have okay. distracted Batman. Yeah, I hate that. But I mean, he said it would have been something different. But his original idea was that. Oh, all right. uh, be, it would have been something different because the studio wouldn't allow it. But that was his original idea. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um. So in movie two, Batman gets distracted and Super or in Lois dies, and Superman goes 
nuts. He gets manipulated by Darkseid, and we s- start seeing the future that we see in the Vision. Leading into movie three, where it's all about the Flash um, going back in time to uh, get Batman to get over himself and save Lois. And uh, he does, and things are you know reset back to normal. And at the very end of movie three, we would have cut to 20 years later where Bruce and, sorry, where Clark and Lois's kid, Bruce Kent, is uh, forced to take up the mantle of Batman with uh, basically Superman and Lois uh, parent pressuring them into it saying, quote, and this is a quote from Zack Snyder, would have said, Uncle Bruce would be very proud of you for this. It's not that big a deal. It's like when you want your kid to be a doctor and you know, yeah, you know it's, it's just it's just it's Batman though. What a terrible so fate for your trivial. kid. Wouldn't it be so trivial for a person with Superman's powers to clean up Gotham? Absolutely. I mean, obviously, yeah, no, but... obviously the idea of it is it's stupid. It's you know, it's just like literally raising a child to be like a, a child soldier. Uh, <laughs> but like, you know, whatever. Superman's powers really if you think about it, Superman's to blame. He could clean up Gotham if he wanted to. Yeah, but it's like, what does clean up mean, right? Because Batman puts everyone away all the time. Hey, if you cause crimes and I find out, I'm going to come over there and laser beam your face. So don't do Uh crime, please. No more riddles, Riddler. I swear to God. (laughs) Last one. Say one more riddle. (laughs) One more riddle. I'm going to ice breath your head and then smash it. Yeah. What's cold is gonna break instantly. Your fucking head, motherfucker. He's gonna give Michael a lobotomy so he can't never any do yeah, any more riddle. Laser off the riddle part yeah. of his brain. All right, hold on. Gonna I'm gonna ice breath your nuts and then smash those. Jesus, Jesus. Flash. I, I, the fuck's I know we don't have too much longer. Let's talk about Flashpoint real quick. I will. Yeah, I wanted to get into that. just just a few minutes. Um, Vito, what were you saying? Sorry. I want to. I just want to segue. I want to be the one to segue into Flashpoint. So whenever you're ready. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, let's just, let's wrap up, Schneider. Just real quick. Yeah, I just want to say, um, let's all we'll give our recommend, like one sentence recommend or not. Uh, I reckon I definitely recommend that movie for comic book fans. I think they're, I think it is, uh, in my opinion, of a guy who hasn't seen DC many DC movies. It's probably my favorite DC movie, um, and maybe my favorite Zack Snyder movie, but. It's very blunted praise because overall I don't think it's a great movie. It's not something I, I'm going to shout to the high, high heavens and tell the normies to watch. When, when you say that, are you including like the original Batman trilogy, uh, the the Christopher Nolan? Sorry, I, sorry, no, I'm talking specifically about the DC EU. This the current era of DC cinematic universe. The okay. Christopher Nolan movies are still my favorite Batman movies. Okay, by far, not and not even close. It's not even close. Uh, we're what, just about, going around. what about the rest of you guys? Vito, what do you think? Recommend nine? I wouldn't recommend it to anybody unless, I mean, you are a, like you said, comic book or superhero or DC fan, and in that case, you've already seen it. So. Yeah, probably. That's probably fair. What, what are you, John? Yeah, Vito, pretty good point. I mean, <laughs> I enjoyed this movie. Um,. I don't think I'd watch it again because it was four hours. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely, it's not a movie you can just recommend. Like, I enjoyed it, you know, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's not something you can just be like, hey, dude, you should check out the Snyder Cut. One, you're asking someone to sit down for four hours, you know what I mean? Um, it's a big ask. 
and it's not even that great. It's just for me, you know. I, I, I've, you know, I've like superheroes since I was a wee lad. So just, I don't know, seeing them on screen is just cool, even if it is subpar. Like I've seen a lot of. I mean, I've looked. I've watched, you know, Daredevil. You got the fucking Fantastic Four movie. There's a lot of shitty superhero movies out there, but for me, it's always just cool to see them on screen. You know. Yeah. You know, instead of just playing little action figures when I'm a kid, you know, they're they're there, they're doing stuff. For sure. You know? I know some people like comics. I I like when the pictures move. You know, Dude, I can't make them move here. in my head, but that only goes so far. Amen. I'm with you there. Okay. Uh, yeah. Thumbs up. Uh, Flash, what do you think? Oh, uh. Not the god-awful travesties that were Man of Steel and BVS and the original Justice League release. Uh, definitely Snyder's best of the DC movies. That being said, it's it's his it's his vision. So I I can't recommend it. At the end of the day, like it's it's his best, but I it it doesn't reach the levels of like the Marvel movies for me, which I feel actually captures spirit of comic books the right yeah, way yeah. That's, that's fair i think it's completely fair and uh greg greg finally what, what, what's your thumbs up or not i recommend it but i would double recommend it if they gave flash uh a claw hammer like we were talked about dude, fuck yeah <laughs> what just like kneecaps and shit no, do knee no, taps just, or your little skull? Yeah, just, just a little tap on your skull yeah, just, going that imagine a little tiny tap. Just little taps. Everyone just uh, has aneurysms. That or uh, sandpaper <laughs> hands, the sandpaper gloves. Dude, that sandpaper that, that kept cracking me up. I've been oh laughing thinking about that for like a few days and it just keeps cracking <laughs> me up. Yeah, the Flash is only holding himself back by not doing that. Yeah. Dude, I don't think Superman's gonna survive if Flash runs <laughs> yeah. up, puts his hands between his head, and go. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> so, uh, Give him the old uh, one dusty head. Yeah. Yeah. We we also watched Flashpoint Chronicles or Flashpoint Paradox. I don't know why I keep going back. It's paradox. Vito. Vito. Yeah. Vito. Well, basically, we finished that movie, and I was uh, disenchanted. Is that the right word? By uh, disillusion. Yeah. By yeah, dis- disillusion from the. From just the DC universe in general, and I just kind of thought the Justice League as characters are boring, and uh, John Gregg are fans of the animated movies, and they suggested Flashpoint, and we watched, we immediately watched uh, Justice League, Flashpoint, Chronicles, and that movie, Fair no! What? Oh, fuck. Fucking goddamn it, Andy. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were having fun. <laughs> Flashpoint. Uh, Paradox. Flashpoint Paradox. And that movie was phenomenal. That movie was so good. It made Justice League uh, Snyder Cut look like fucking Garbo. Um, we, got, we got to watch Apocalypse War after. Yeah, yeah I'm down, dude. Watch. There were so many good scenes. There was like a, a laughable amount of good scenes in Flashpoint. And the he- heroes were interesting. And there was a lot of them. And they all got great screen time. And the plot was awesome. And there was just some... I mean, I guess that you could do a lot with a story like that because it's a very interesting off-the-walls uh, story. Um, but yeah, I mean, fucking Thomas Wayne as Batman, Martha Wayne as the Joker, Aquaman and Wonder Woman are at war, fucking Aquaman's nuclear bomb using uh, oh, that Black was, that Adams. That was so cool. That was very so cool. Fucking, yeah, just oh, so many cool little... Adam man, my bad. I got some oh, genuine, yeah, genuine laughs out of me. It was good. 
Yeah, what bad plane? That was a good one. Batman using guns, fucking shooting people, drinking, yeah, I, drinking and shooting. <laughs> drinking the, and the shooting. Fla- no, it's, it's, it's a the flash. A, the flash trying to get the speed force the first time and just ending up this burned oh ass God. man. Yeah, yeah, it's burned it's a dark. It's a very dark movie. Remember, I Wonder know you Woman, messed up, but do it again. Wonder Woman stabbing it's a dark and movie, killing all the but, Shazam kids. Yeah, yeah. It maybe it, it, it's a dark ass movie, but maybe just because it's animated, you know it it maintains that sense of like you know things aren't as bad as they seem or things can get better you know what i mean it does and it has a very uh i think you know it's, it's a, a beautiful ending, ending. yeah it's yeah, a nice, nice touching ending yeah yeah i love that ending and the it, thing is that plot was so bonkers and off the wall but it held like it, it held it was logical like you could think that in this world if something like this were to happen um, you could see, like, you know, what if, what if Batman got, uh, Bruce Wayne got killed instead right? of his it parents, makes sense. you like, know? What if, you know, Superman's thing crashed just, uh, you know, yeah. just a you, second somewhere else, you, you know? You have these, uh, fucking incredibly powerful superheroes. Yeah, what if some shit went down between them? What if Wonder Woman killed Aquaman's wife for some reason, uh, for very believable reasons? They might go, you know, there would be a war between... The Snyder Cut, I feel like, just couldn't follow any internal there's, there's logic no at all. world in the Snyder Cut. You couldn't even have a world war because there's, there's just the superheroes, you know? Yeah, but even exactly. things like, you know, the Flash is fast. Well, how fast is he? Well, he's fast enough to go back in time, but he's not fast enough to dodge a fucking sniper bullet or whatever. Like, I don't know. It's just... It was a com- the movie computer. was just falling apart left and right for me as but far yeah, as, right. like, yeah. it's superhero logic. Um, sure. Thought- That's what happens when you have, like, a, you know, like, a comic and you're like, you know... Let's just adapt that to a, you know, uh, uh, animated series. Not, hey, let me admit, take my spin on these superheroes and yeah. do my own thing, you know? Like that's you just gonna... leave the comic book story to the comic books, they're pretty good, you know? That's what I was going to say. It's like, this is an interesting cap on the Snyder Cut discussion because as improved as the Snyder Cut was over its predecessor, it's still this, like, dour, almost, like, dour bleak and partially like not cohesive affair whereas like you know this flashpoint paradox movie is a reflection of the the same event from the comics which is a reflection of events from comics as on the whole and those are you know wildly inventive and creative but they're they're written by writers who are experienced in writing cohesive stories that as bonkers as they might be makes sense oftentimes not mm-hmm. the worst ones of them the worst ones you know the, as anything it varies the quality yeah, but yeah, the better ones years, you know uh hold together while being wildly creative and uh you get fun you know you get fun adventure and and yeah. uh Fun, believable you know. stories uh, yeah plots. with, with heart writing. you know of those characters character development uh yeah all that stuff yeah exactly that's the thing you know these like these writers like they they know the characters you know like i don't think Zack snyder really like give this shit like what you know how cyborg would actually act in that scenario right he's like i'm writing a new cyborg you know my cyborg it's like you know yeah flashpoint was cool there's definitely some more we we got to show you uh although i i really do think that one is my favorite of them i would be interested in seeing uh i mean you guys recommended uh what was it? Apocalypse or something like Apocalypse that? Apocalypse War? There's yeah, a super, that's a Superman-heavy super, one? Uh, well, it's a Justice League one, but there okay. is a really, 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 really bad Superman one, but it's like, 
It's actually funny bad. We I, I really think we should watch it. Which one? I would like to watch. It's okay. um oh, fuck. It's uh it's one where he has cancer and he's gonna die, I think, or something. I'm trying to remember what it was what? called. It's not in like the DCU films. Uh I'm looking on their Wikipedia page right now. But I'll I'll find it. I would like oh, to wait. watch something. You're, are you talking about All Star Superman? Yes. Fuck you. Oh, he doesn't Dude, sound like All Star. That was such a shitty movie. Okay, I don't. Okay, I've seen the movie, but I don't remember how it was as an adaptation. All Star Superman as a comic well, I, uh, is seriously I've heard one of the best amazing. Superman stories I, ever written. I remember watching this with Charlie. Yeah. Okay, so maybe the, the movie thing. wasn't that Dude, great. An you gotta watch. No, forget. you have to be there then, because this is bad. This is real bad. I've seen it. I just don't remember if it was bad or not. Yeah, but the comic is one of my favorite Superman stories of all time. The scene where Superman literally gets punched through the moon, like through it, and then the <laughs> next scene he's just back at work and nobody mentions it. Moon dust on his shoulders. I, I would like to watch something that's. Uh, I would like. I would like to watch a good Superman plot where. You know, what you guys said. You guys said Superman's a good character because right now, based on what I've seen, I just don't see how he's interesting at all. We based on a lot of people like who don't good. know much about Superman, think the same way you do. Vito. We can watch it's, uh, it's Red Sun after. We get, well, we get some good two parters too, even from like the Superman animated series. There's yeah, yeah, some, yeah, some yeah that would be cool. Sure. I'm, I'm not criticizing you at all, Vito. Like, a lot of people do think that oh, way. Oh, no, I understand, yeah. Because they don't know enough. They haven't seen enough from him to, to know anything different. Yeah, super so they think he's a boring, like... invincible character with exactly. no personality. That's not true. Anyway. Uh, all right, I, I think, uh, you know, I don't want to... We don't necessarily need to go into a whole review on Flashpoint. I think it's just really interesting as a contrast to Justice League, uh, seeing how Snyder did it versus how... Uh, good it can be, you know. Um, also, yep. I think a lot of times, you know, I'm no connoisseur, but a lot of times the Justice League, uh, you know, because there is such a you know varying degree of power, you need you need to split them up. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, like Flash was saying earlier, you know, like uh, have Batman be the tactician. Yeah, it, yes. it's just so it's so crazy that they had Batman like running around there with like the Flash and. <laughs> In Superman, it's like why? Why you give him a gun that's gonna have like thirty shots, and you make him look stupid? <laughs> and you, you know, see and him run out of ammo. A, a lot of these other like uh, you know, you know, animated movies you're gonna watch. You know, like usually, you know, there'll be like teams or whatever. Like Superman will be off on like the fucking stealth mission to like, you know, secure the the weapons code so they can't blow up. Like you know, they still give him something to do, but yes, you know, he's he's not uh, trying to compete with the other ones because he obviously can. It's it. Uh, yeah, the, the traditional the, thing is like is like so Martian Manhunter has telepathically linked the entire Justice League, and while everyone is off, everyone's superpowers is off like beating up the villains, like trying to trying to save the day through punches alone. Uh, Batman is off like figuring out the root of the problem, and then he yeah, tells everybody like, like, "Hey, here's power. what you actually need to do. I'm gonna direct you guys to to actually solve the problem instead of just beating it up." You know? Yeah, they they, so they have their roles. The uh, there yeah, you go. This Flash, Snyder Flash cut, good. That's a Snyder cut. That's our take on it. Um, look, fellas, uh, fans, uh, write in to our producer Flask uh, for the full four-hour unedited version of this podcast. Um, uh huh. You know, we—he's now giving us the budget right now to release it in the, um, you know, the the, the my artistic vision. Um, what? 
Did you say autistic or artistic? <laughs> I said artistic. I heard vision. autistic. I'm so well, sorry. He's from the East Coast. He got that accent. You know he's from Boston. He can't. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Boys. Yeah. The version of this episode that you're hearing right now is the version that the studio brought the Russo brothers in to edit down to a more uh, crowd pleasing uh, and add more quips. That was, that was one of the added length quips. And yeah, with quips. Oh man, it would actually be funny if we if we. Recording a second version of this. No, no, I'm saying if we just gave Flask some some one-liner clips to like throw into there. When Insert we're talking about completely out of context. I have a monologue what? I can give. Oh, like the Joker? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm a little worried here, but all right. All right. It was me, Barry. I made them draw a little bunny with fewer <laughs> sexual features so no, that you no, 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 no. blood flow to make you a millisecond slower. Slow enough for me to kill Iris. That's fucked up, dude. <laughs> Sorry, dude. That horny blood get flow. Life. Listen, it's a great character. Dude, Flash, you know, say, man, he got his brains blown out at the end of that movie, and that was so badass. So, yeah, apparently... Hey. There's a Suicide Squad movie, and he talks about that. He apparently comes back from the dead and talks yeah, about it. Yeah, that's what Alex was saying. He used the Speed Force to slow his death down. So he is yes. actually dying, but yeah. it's just really slowly. I forgot it's about that. Yeah. Kind of silly, but also... That's, that's the kind of comic book stuff I want. Like, that's yeah, a Thawne. comic book. Uh, You know, hey, on the real note, listeners, look out for the sequel to this episode where we talk about uh, the differences between Justice League and the Flashpoint paradox and the flash movie uh next year which is going to be based on the same uh, source material and um, the uh the... flashpoint chronicles yes right there's a netflix uh, which is a movie coming out the soon. flashpoint chronicles a- a- of as of now reportedly going to be a mashup between um what's his name is barry allen uh michael keaton as old batman and robert Pattinson uh, me as reverse batman. flash <laughs> I don't like Ezra Miller. I think he's a little weirdo. I'm looking. I'm excited for uh, the Batman, just based on the trailer. I don't know. I feel like they got the tone right. Looks looks cool. The trailer did look cool. I'll give him that. Hesitantly optimistic. Yeah. yeah. They fucked up a couple times now, so hopefully they've learned something. <laughs> That's I it, doubt fellas. It. Email us, brokenkfrgmail.com. Send us your thoughts on the Justice League, uh, any of the cuts, and the Flashpoint Paradox. You got any of your favorite Justice League animated films, um, send that to us. We'll definitely watch and uh, talk about that too. Because uh, I've never seen... I, I've seen a, one or two, but that movie last night kind of lit a fire in me. I'm definitely down to see more. Yeah, it did. And actually, it makes me all the more excited to see The Invincible. Um, oh, true. Or Invincible. That's today. Yeah, that's already released, yeah. Solid video game podcast, everybody.